Howdy and welcome to the 10 Week Bible Study. This is week nine, day one of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Colossians 3, 1 through 4. Welcome back to the 10 Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. And before we get started, I want to encourage you to remember to read Galatians and Colossians 10 times over these 10 weeks. This is, we've got two weeks left, this week and next week. So this is your opportunity to read Galatians and Colossians two more times. Reading it like this really can transform your life. With that, let's go ahead and pray before we start today. Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us. God, speak to us. Fill our hearts with the knowledge of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word to be reading today from the NIV. This is Colossians 3, starting in verse 1. Since then, you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. I love this phrase right here. Paul says this twice, right? He reiterates this, and this is super important. I have heard the, this this phrase said many, many times that, you know, oh, that person is so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly good. Or you don't want to be so heavenly minded that you're of no earthly good. And that's about the most unbiblical thing. Or it's, it's, it's actually, there's a lot of unbiblical things you could say. I'm just actually like thinking about all of the things that are being said nowadays, realizing that um, it's up there. Let's just say that it's up there. Saying that you know, you don't, you want to be grounded here on earth. You want to be, you want to be balanced or thing, you know, saying things like that. I've heard that kind of stuff all my life uh, from people who are intimidated by someone who has just radically given their heart over to the Lord. Now there, there's weird for the sake of weird. And I'm not talking about that. You don't want to be weird for the sake of weird and call it radical. That's, that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is this this idea that you can be so heavenly minded, you're of no earthly good. Paul is telling us exactly the opposite right here. Set your your mind on things above. He says it twice in a row. That's important. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. There is no such thing as being so heavenly minded, you're of no earthly good. Now, there is such a thing as being so earthly-minded, you're of no heavenly good. And generally, when you're so earthly-minded, you're of no heavenly good, you're of no earthly good either. Really, the only people who are truly of earthly good are the people who have their minds set on eternity, their minds set on things above. Those are the people that we want on this earth. Those are the ones that bring blessing on this earth. Those are the ones that are of the most earthly good. To be heavenly minded, you are of the most earthly good. Because we serve the master who is ruler over heaven and earth and will be for all eternity. We want to be in that camp. We want to be on that side of history. So I take serious issue with this notion that you've got to be balanced in your life. You've got to be rooted and grounded, you know, on this earth. Rooted and grounded in Christ, yes. But I've heard it so many times, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be grounded here on this earth. No, 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 no. That is completely the opposite of what Paul says here and elsewhere. This is not a one-off kind of thing. This is actually all throughout scripture. Is that we want to be so heavenly minded the things of this earth kind of like 
pass away from our mind. I mean, that would be the, the, the perfect state to be in where it's not the earthly things that weigh us down. It's the heavenly things that are bogging down our mind. Because then when we encounter the earthly things, we have the heavenly answer for them. How much better would that be for our, our nations, for our churches, our families, just every single interaction that we have? How much better would that be? The answer is a lot. Let's continue on. Verse three, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So <clears throat> Paul's saying, set your mind on things above because now you are one with Jesus, right? You died and your life is now hidden inside him. So there's really no other logical place for you to set your mind except on things above, right? That's, that's all that makes sense. And, and when we understand who we are correctly as Christians, and again, this goes back to this divide that happens very often. Paul, Paul ad addresses this in several of the epistles where you've got this divide between works and grace. Trying to earn your salvation through works is foolish. It doesn't work. It's not possible. We receive our salvation through grace. But then... You know, in James, uh, Peter make much of this in their epistles. Then once you have understood the grace that you have been given, nothing else makes sense. I mean, nothing else. It is illogical. It doesn't make any sense for us not to give our lives and ourselves fully over to Jesus. And that plays out through doing good works. It's not that we are trying to do the good works to earn something. It's that we have been given something and it's like unthinkable for us not to do good works now, right? It's, it's, it's flipping this whole equation on its head. We still do the good works, right? There are people out there today that are trying to do good works to earn their salvation, to hopefully make themselves look good before God. And that's not who we are as Christians, but it can look exactly the same, right? You can have two people calling themselves Christians, both doing good works, doing the exact same kinds of thing. And one is lost as a goose because they are desperately trying to earn their salvation by doing enough good things. And the other person is doing them out of an overflow of the joy that they have in their heart because of the salvation they've been granted. That's the that's our life as a Christian. That's what Paul is talking about here is we want to do these good works. He's going to go on in this chapter and talk about how, you know, we don't work for ourselves. Everything that we do, we should do it as if we're doing it for Christ because that's our reality. And so this idea of like works and grace being at odds with one another, they're not unless you're trying to earn your salvation. Then that's at odds with everything. But when you have accepted that grace, the free gift of salvation that Jesus has given us, nothing else is logical. Nothing else makes sense except that we lay our lives down for him, that we make ourselves so heavenly minded that we are of the most earthly good. For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.